Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, awesomes. Welcome back to another edition of Extra Awesome. From time to time, we take a break from our regular schedule and just kind of talk about whatever is on our mind. And I have to tell you, this is a topic that we've got a surprising number of requests for us to do. I'm joined today by my dear friend and regular co-host, Rebecca Hoffer. Hello, Rebecca. Hello. I don't know about you, but I think that for both of us, as we've been sharing mostly, I think, on our personal Instagram accounts about some of our curly hair discoveries. I have a lot of people asking a lot of questions. Has this happened with you? Yeah, I think it's something that people with curly hair are like on high alert for. Like I'm asking other people lots of questions. People are asking me questions. It seems like everybody's trying to crowdsource this to find out what's the best thing to do with this mop on our heads, right? Right. Crowdsourcing. Exactly. And I think you definitely kind of gave me a nudge, whether you meant to or not, in this direction when you mentioned here on Sorta Awesome that one of like your biggest discoveries of recent history in your life is that you actually do have curly hair. Remind us about that little discovery. Okay. I know. Like, isn't this weird? Like, look at my profile picture. Like, it's very obvious that the hair coming out of my head is curly. So here's what happened. I actually didn't discover that I had curly hair until I was a junior in college. Okay. And I think that there's a lot of factors that go into that. So first of all, my sister has very curly hair. Okay. So she is like blonde, extremely curly hair. And then I came around and I think that although my hair might have had some curl to it, I think I always just was just kind of like mentally overshadowed by like, Oh, no, my sister's the one with the curly hair, like blonde, curly, brown, straight. And I think that I just never I just couldn't compare to my sister and not like in like a negative way. It was just like, oh, no, that's on her head. Right. Anywhere close to happening on my head. And her hair is still a very different curl than mine. But I have grown to realize that, yeah, we can both have curly hair and it is, in fact, happening on my head. So, yeah, I think that other factor that went into it for me is that I often took my showers at night. And Mm. so even as a kid and especially in high school and going into college, I often was taking showers at night and I would either let it, you know, just kind of like dry on its own or I would pull it up into a kind of a tight bun on top of my head and sleep that way. And then in the morning, I would use a hairdryer to get the rest of the dampness out. And so the act of like pulling it up, the act of blow drying it out, I think all of that kind of led to me just not really giving my hair even a chance to air dry and embrace the curliness that was happening there. Okay. And for me, I distinctly remember that I would wash my hair like every other day 
for yeah. years and years and years. That was just what uh-huh. I did. And I always felt like in high school and in college that like my day two hair was the best hair. And I think mm. that's because my hair was like wanting to curl. And so it was kind of like poofing out some. But then day two, everything kind of like slowed down. It kind of like tamed down and the fluffiness went out of it. I know exactly what you mean. Yes. And it's funny because even when I was in high school, I believe I had a hairdresser who had some of the, you know, like a chemical straightening product that was about to expire in her shop. And she said, hey, the next time you come in with your permission, I think it would be fun to use this on your hair because you have a few hairs that are like really, really tight curls. But it's just like a couple of them here and there. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, sure. Let's try it. So she did it. And I never really noticed much of a difference from that chemical straightening. But looking back, though, it's funny to me. Like, so what was happening there? Was it that my hair actually getting curlier as I was getting older? And that was like starting to come out in ways that she could see on my head? Or have I been fighting this like ever since birth and just didn't know? So I don't know. But The story of how I actually discovered then that my hair was curly is because I was studying in Guatemala. I was in college and I didn't have access to a hairdryer. And I let my hair air dry for like the first time in like years and years. I was taking my shower in the morning. I let it air dry. And I was like, oh, my goodness, look at these like wavy little things happening on my head. Right. (laughs) And I was after that, you know, I kind of went back and forth a lot between straightening my hair and experimenting with this like air dried look. I distinctly remember the moment in college when I discovered a hair straightener and Mm -hmm. the magic that that was. I was like, oh, this is why people like this item. Mm -hmm. It is made for me and like this fluffiness, like it makes everything so smooth and tame. So for a long time, I went back and forth between straightening And letting it be curly, straightening and letting it be curly. And then after my middle child was born, my son Noah, that's when I really started to embrace letting my hair be curly consistently. I think I found that it was just easier. It was less to maintain to just let it be curly. And then since then, I have been experimenting more with different products and how to actually treat my hair. But I feel like my hair is getting curlier and curlier. And it's also amazingly, it's easier to maintain. Like I'm doing less with it. I think basically because I'm like washing it less. But anyway, that's kind of like the long story from like my sister being born way before me and overshadowing me with her curls and thinking that that wasn't (laughs) even a possibility for me to suddenly being in Guatemala and having to air dry my hair. Yeah. And then, you know, breaking up with my hair straightener, basically. Yeah. My journey is so similar to yours. So but let me ask you, when you were like a kid, like elementary, middle school, did you think you had straight hair or did you think you had just like sort of straight hair that was also had some wave and was difficult? Well, yeah, I think I just thought I had like fluffy, maybe kind of wavy hair. Now I did have a perm, I think in like third grade, you know, so then Uh there was like that phase of life. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. So I look at pictures of me when I was a small child. And I had just completely straight hair. Now, I think my mother turned it under with a curling iron when I was little, little. So she probably did a little bit of straightening along the way. And then in elementary school, we would do perms. My mother would, you know, get the rollers in and do a home perm. Oh, you did it at home? (laughs) Yeah, my mother did. 
a few times and sometimes like later when I was like more like in middle school, she'd take us to a little salon. I didn't even know you could do that at home. Oh, yes, you can. And it smells terrible. You should know by the chemicals, like the smell. Well, it didn't smell good at the salon either. It smelled terrible. I I didn't know you could do that at home. Yeah. So I grew up thinking that I just had problem hair because, you know, it had to be like permed to have like a spiral curl to it. Right. But then by the time I was in high school, that was out and nobody permed their hair anymore. And so I would do the same thing. Like I would have to blow dry it so it could straighten. Before we had straightening irons, before I had access to those, we would just get those big, thick barreled curling irons and just kind of run it over our hair. And I'm like you, like it would always be so much better after like days after I washed my hair because yeah, the poofiness was gone. Right. (laughs) The poofiness that was apparently this natural wavy curl that was trying to come out. (laughs) And were you using any product in your hair? Because I wasn't. Oh gosh, no, I don't think so in high school. Maybe not even in college. I think, you know, shampoo and condition, maybe like a little bit of mousse or something like that to kind of try to bring the frizziness level down, but I was not an advanced hair product user. Yeah, I was so clueless. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I can remember. And even, you know, going into when I was teaching, I never wore my hair anything other than blow dried straight and tried to smooth it as best as I could. (laughs) I just couldn't figure out what to do with it. Now, after I started having kids, you know, people say, and I presume that this is true, that sometimes if you have some kind of anesthesia in your body that It can change your hair. Like if you were curly, sometimes it goes straight. Or if you're straight, sometimes it gets curly. So after I had Daisy, I would let my hair air dry and it was like spirally curly. But then after I had AJ, I kind of lost that curl again. So anyway, all of that is to say, (laughs) it's been quite a journey for me to even figure out what is going on with my hair. But when you mentioned on the show that you were like having this realization, like, oh my goodness, I have curly hair. I want to work with it. I want to do the things that bring out the curl. I kind of started to think, huh, this is kind of interesting. And we certainly have had awesomes in the hangout group and people have, you know, messaged me on Instagram to talk about like the curly girl method and how to really work with the hair texture that you have. So again, since you kind of got us going down this path, What are some of the things that as you first started to realize, like, did you just like start with air drying and then want to take it to the next level? Or what was the progression like? Yeah. So like I said, I kind of broke up with my hair straightener and yeah, I did a lot of air drying. I also have used a hair dryer with a diffuser for a long time to kind of like help aid in that, but mostly a lot of air drying. And somewhere along the way, I started using mousse on my hair. Yeah. I used herbal essence, just basic mousse. I since have started using a whole lot more mousse. Like if I'm going to use mousse, I've learned that I need like a heaping handful, a whole lot more than what I thought I did. And I would just do that and air dry. And this is a funny story. So I remember the first job I had after college in like a regular like business office. I remember going in one time for a meeting and I was sitting in a row and there was these women behind me. And it was first thing in the morning, this meeting. So I came in and my hair was like all wet because like that's, you know, I took a shower or I have curly hair. That's like what you do. Like you have to leave the house with wet hair. Or, you know, I could have diffused it, but I guess I just didn't have time or whatever. And 
the woman behind me laughed at me and she said, Rebecca, did you just get out of the shower? And I was thinking, <laughs> well, yeah, it's like eight in the morning. Of course, I just got out of the shower. Like, that's what you do is you show up with wet hair and you just let it dry. Like, I'm going to be here for the next eight hours. What do you expect from me? Like, anyway, so that's where my routine started was just letting it air dry. And then also started washing my hair like less and less. Yes. I think a big part of that for me was the fact that I didn't have a job to go to where I felt like I needed to look super presentable. So I slowly was starting to push my hair out. Yeah. I think actually, you know, I would go and I would get my hair cut and sometimes they would straighten it after my hair cut. And then I would be like, oh, well, it still looks good. And then the next day I'd be like, it still looks good. And then the next day, oh, wow, it still looks good. Where I had been washing it to kind of refresh all that curl and not really realizing that my hair could go longer. Like I wasn't washing it because it was dirty or because it was greasy, but because for the styling purpose, I needed to re-wet it and do everything. So once I saw like how long I could go with my hair straight, you know, every once in a blue moon when that would happen, I was like, you know, I bet I can just go longer Yeah, with that between washings. So after not washing my hair so often, I also realized that I was not brushing my hair at all. So I stopped even brushing it like straight from the shower. Mm-hmm. Within the last couple of years, I started watching maybe some videos on YouTube to hear what other people were doing in their journeys with their curly hair. And that's when I started realizing the importance of looking for like a sulfate-free and silicone-free shampoo. And I started using more conditioner in my hair compared to what I had been using, strictly based off of I was hearing of other people doing and kind of realizing that I was being really skimpy on the product that I was using in my hair, skimpy maybe cost-wise and skimpy just amount that I just needed to use more. But then here was like the huge life change for me was doing the pineapple in my hair at night, which basically is when you flip your head upside down, you gather your hair into a ponytail on the top of your head, and then just twist a very loose hair tie or like satin scrunchie, just like one time around and pull it through almost to make this like little like fountain on top, but not, you know, so it like rests on top of your head. You just want to pull your hair through, but not completely to make a ponytail. You just like let it flop on top of your head. Mm -hmm. You look confused. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're talking about. Okay. I've tried this. Here in a minute, we're going to talk about some problems that we're still facing. Mine is definitely nighttime and I've tried the pineapple and it's not working great for me. But I know I do know exactly what you mean. It does look like a fountain of hair coming out the top of your head, a fountain of curls and waves. Well, I think the pineapple combined with like a satin pillowcase has made it so that when I wake up in the morning, and I take my hair down, the curls just look so much better. Yeah. And I can maybe run my fingers through it a little bit, and I feel like I can get my curls looking good longer that way. Yes, that totally makes sense. And again, I mean, I don't want to just repeat everything that you said, but my journey, I don't think we even knew that we were doing the same things at the same time, but mine definitely, you know, to wear my hair more naturally, definitely started with just washing it less and less. And at the time when I started washing it less and less, it was because I was, you know, using some kind of heated product on it. And I just didn't want to have to do that every single day. And it would hold up, you know, from day to day. And then I did start changing the products that I was using. So yeah, like a lot of the things have been the same along the way. I did start to get really 
more into like this sort of idea, the concept of curly girl management. Now, there is a curly girl handbook that you can buy that I have not read. There are so many resources on the internet for learning how to begin to like understand what texture of hair that you have. There's like a whole chart where you can look at different like kinds of curls, whether, you know, like on a a spectrum from wavy to really coily curls and where you might fall in there and then kind of deciding, okay, so what style of hair care do I want to go with based on what my actual hair texture is? So I started actually really simple with one company. They do a lot of curl care products called Love Your Curls. And I found him on a social media ad. That's <laughs> so social media. That's me. So I started with their wavy line because I'm not 100% sure if my hair is curly or wavy. On wash day, when I first, and I'll go through my routine here in a minute, but when I go through the whole routine and my hair is fresh from the shower and then it dries, it definitely looks more curly, but I cannot maintain that level of curliness as the days go on. So anyway, I started with their wavy line. So it's a shampoo and a conditioner, and then they make a product that's called an all-in-one. That's basically like a leave-in conditioner and also conditions your hair to the point where you leave that in. And then also is supposed to bring some definition. So I started with that and kind of branched out from there. But in case you're wondering, like, where do you even start with changing products? If you are wanting to go to a more natural system, like if you're trying to bring out your waves or your curls, the first thing is you do want to make sure that your shampoo is sulfate free. Sulfates like sodium lauryl sulfate, it's like the main ingredient in most traditional shampoos. It is a salt. It's also a detergent, which means it's really great for cleaning your hair, but it is so great (laughs) that it can be a little bit harsh. Because one thing, Rebecca, that I've learned in the past few months as I've been researching all of this is that the key, the absolute key to wearing your hair natural, if you have wave and curl, is Moisture is keeping the curls from getting too dried out. Because when you get your curls or your waves dried out, that's when you're going to get frizzy, you know, stuck your finger in a light socket looking here. Right. <laughs> Trust me, I've done that too. Not stuck my finger in a light socket, but I've worn that style of crazy frizzy hair too. I am thinking of an eighth grade picture of mine where I had like super, super short haircut, but also my hair must have been permed and it was just really, really not a good look, Rebecca. It wasn't good. I can't wait to see the picture. (laughs) I hope there's no evidence of it left except for in my mind. (laughs) So anyway, as you're moving to a different kind of shampoo, you want to go with some kind of shampoo that has sulfate free, which honestly, you can find a lot of these on the shelf at your local pharmacy or big box store. You don't have to go to a special company like Love Your Curls. So that's one way to do it. Other people, they'll just skip shampoo altogether. And I think this works better for hair that is a more dense texture than mine, because something that I've learned is that I have actually really fine hair texture wise, but I have a lot of it. So my whole life, I thought I had thick, thick hair. I mean, I have a lot of hair, but the texture is actually fine. And so I have to really, I can't give up a shampoo because products and everything, it just builds up in my hair and weighs it down eventually. But if you have a thicker, actual thicker texture hair, you may be able to skip shampoo and do what people call co-washing, which is conditioner-only washing. And there definitely are special products for that, or there are certain conditioners that are not even meant for co-wash that you can just get. 
and do that. In fact, I looked up a few of these. Yeah. So if you wanted to do co-washing, you can even do something like Suave Essentials conditioner can work for co-washing. Tresemme Boutique, the Nourish and Replenish line can work for co-washing. And then you can move on to the more, you know, the sort of next level ones like Shea Moisture, which I think you've used some Shea Moisture. That's what I'm currently using is Shea Moisture. And I even was just at a salon that specializes in the Diva Cut, which is like a haircut for curly girls that we'll talk about in a bit. But I was telling her that that's what I've been using. And she said that she hears great things about that product line. It's like a lower end. It doesn't cost quite as much as if you were to buy like the Diva Curl shampoo. Exactly. Because Diva Curl, they do make a no poo that you can use for co-washing. So yeah. And so then when you start to look at your conditioner, the main thing is you want to look for something that's probably silicone free. Some people, again, with a thicker texture of hair can get away with having some silicone. But for the most part, especially if you're just getting started in it, you want to look for some kind of a conditioner that has no silicones because those silicones are going to end up, again, weighing down the curl or the wave that you're working with. And you may end up getting frustrated with trying to do that. There's actually a fantastic list of beginner products on the Curly Hair subreddit which is a fantastic resource, even if you're not a Redditor, which I'm a pretty big fan, actually, of Reddit. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff on there for sure, (laughs) but there is a lot of good information on Reddit. The Curly Hair subreddit is fantastic. And they have a whole list of products that I'm going to link to in the show notes because I don't want to just read through the whole thing this whole time. But it is very helpful if you're just feeling overwhelmed by all of the information out there, but you want to give it a try. They tell you specifically which shampoos, which line from which brand to go and find. And again, you don't have to spend a ton of money. Some of these are like $2 a bottle to kind of get you started. Okay, so you kind of changed up your products. You figured out some things that were working. Like you just mentioned, you went ahead and got the official, you found a place to get a Diva Curl haircut. Yes. So the reason why is because when I would leave my regular hairdresser, you Uh know, people always say that, they always look the best, right? Straight from the salon, right? Like it's like the best that their hair is going to look. They look fabulous. I never felt that way because I figured that she just maybe isn't the best at curly hair styling. And I realized, well, you know, if she's not the best at knowing how to style my hair for curly hair, maybe she's not the best at knowing how to cut my hair for curly Mm. hair. And I knew that through watching YouTube videos that there was this special haircutting method called the Diva Curl or the Diva Cut. And I was really curious, you know, would it make that much of a difference? Why don't I just splurge on it once? Because it costs more than my typical haircut. Mm -hmm. Let me just splurge on it once and just give it a try and see what I think, see how I like it. So basically, I've had two now. Okay. It costs about $65 Mm -hmm. in my area for the haircut. And the big difference when going in for the Diva Cut is that the hair is cut on dry hair right? versus wet hair. Yeah. So typically you go in and your hair is like all pulled straight. It's all combed completely straight. It's all very even and very level all around. Where if you had curly hair and you wanted to straighten your hair sometimes too, it would look really good that way, you know, because it's all going to be even and straight. It's all very uniform. So when you go in for the Diva Cut, they want you to come in with your hair completely air dried no product in it. And then they're going to assess and look at how your curls are falling all across your head and cut your hair dry. It's a slower process. 
and it's not quite so uniform. You know, they're not pulling the hair completely straight and even and cutting it completely even all the way around. I was told when I was exploring this option that if I like to also straighten my hair, that this might not be a very good fit for me because you might end up having like some unevenness. But that's all based off of your head's natural curl pattern. So after she went and she took the length all the way off my hair, she then went and added some layers. And by doing that, she did comb through my hair and do something that would look more like a typical regular haircut. Right. And then after that, that's when she washed my hair and she used the Diva Curl products. She used the styler in my hair, which was a really interesting process. So with the Diva Curl, it's like a water-soluble product, yes. which means mm-hmm. that you need to have your hair really wet, which is kind of counterintuitive to me because here you are, you're taking your precious, expensive hair product and you're putting it on your wet head and then it's like dripping all the way down into the shower or onto the floor. And it seems kind of crazy to me, but it's how you're supposed to do it. So she used this ultra-defying gel, combining that with a little believing conditioner and then also a super cream, which is also like another different kind of leave-in conditioner. So she combined all of that in her hands and then scrunched it into my hair as my head was like flipped upside down. Then after that, I got to sit under this big, it reminds me of like the hair dryers that you used to use, like when your hair was getting permed, you know, like those big like hooded things. I sat in that for a while and like let it like very slowly and very gently diffuse my hair dry some. And then she got out the fancy Diva Curl hair dryer with a diffuser that looks like this little green hand on the end. And she like held my curls very gently and diffused them. And I got to tell you, my hair looked really great. I'm sure it did. Yes. It really looked great. So I don't know if it was exactly like the slow drying process that was really the key, or it could be. And something that I want to experiment more with is the gel cast, which is basically what she was doing with those Diva Curl products. I've asked for Diva Curl products for Christmas to see if I might get some to experiment with. But I'm also open to just experimenting with a more low end gel and leave in conditioner to create a gel cast, which I know is something that you've been doing. Yes. So why don't you just describe like what is this whole gel cast method? Okay. Well, to back up, first of all, I have not yet gotten a diva cut, but after hearing you really describe it, I think it's time for me to do that because, you know, guys, I have this history of salon anxiety, blah, blah. And I finally had found a stylist here in the Oklahoma City whom I love, but she's not super open to the last time I went in, I was like, been wearing my hair curly and natural. And she was like, that's great. And she went ahead and did the regular cut and then blow dried it out and straightened it and everything, which is fine. I don't mind that. But if I'm going to be doing this, if I'm going to be doing wavy curly on a daily basis, I think it's time for me to kind of go to the next level and get a cut that is going to make it easier right. to do it, to wear my hair naturally daily. Okay. So there's that. I did want to say that. I, I'm so glad that you have been the pioneer for us in going in and getting the diva cut. <laughs> Okay, so I did this like last spring and I put the whole story in my Instagram. You can see it in my highlights there. But then this last time I went in, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to like be one of those really brave people and Uh like actually ask my stylist 
can I record this for my Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. felt like so cheesy saying that, but she was like, sure, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And so I have all these videos that I've been saving that I'm going to put on my Instagram. You can find me like, at Simply Rebecca to see like the whole process. And she even like described and like pointed out some of the products and stuff. So it's going to be fun for people to watch. You like really do want to see what it actually looks like. Totally. I think I need to do that next. Okay. So here is what my routine looks like because I have not done the special cut yet, but I have two different product lines that I'm using now. So most of the time I do still use the Love Your Curls. I really, really love their shampoo and conditioner. So I go ahead and wash, shampoo it. And again, you do use a lot of conditioner. I feel like with the Love Your Curls, you don't have to use maybe quite as much as if you were using Tresemme or Suave or one of the other lower cost brands. But Curly Girl official recommendation is that you use so much conditioner in your hair that it feels like seaweed, like you get a level of slip to it. So this is a lot of conditioner. So I'll do that. Oh, I also only detangle in the shower now. So I, yes. wet brush makes a special detangling comb. I mean, of course, there's the wet brush too. That's what they're known for. But they, that company also makes a detangling comb that I got at Ulta. So I'll completely detangle my hair. I mean, you guys, it looks like, I don't know what it looks like. A lot of shedding happened because that's a weird thing that a lot of people maybe feel a little, you know, disturbed by when you start only detangling every few days when you're washing. Because normally if you're brushing your hair, you're actually losing a lot of hair every time you brush. It's normal. But if you're not brushing your hair, then when you do finally detangle, it's like handfuls of hair. Yeah, it really is. And I don't use a brush or a comb in the shower. I only just use my fingers. And even still, like you get a lot out. Now, Meg, this is a little extra tip for you. The last time that I started or the most recent time that I actually was brushing my hair was postpartum because you get so much hair loss with postpartum. At least I do. I really had that a lot. And I found that if I did not brush my hair to help get some of that hair loss out before the shower, I would be in the shower for like five hours just getting all of the hair out with my fingers. And it, yeah, it just would look like you know, Chewbacca just died on the floor. Totally. Okay. So I do that. I rinse. I go ahead and put my products in the shower with me because the best time to put product in your hair when you're trying to really get the cool definition that you want is when it's literally sopping wet. And so I turn off the water and then I start with usually when I'm using the Love Your Curls products, I'll do the all-in-one and work that all through my hair. And then I'll scrunch that in. And then I get the LA Looks Extreme Sport Gel, which mm. is like $2 a bottle or something. Yeah. It's super cheap. It's been around forever. You know, different people use different amounts of that. I've been experimenting. I find that maybe just like quarter size amount in my palm because I have already put the all-in-one in, which has its own, you know, sort of curl definer built into it. If I'm layering it on top, I don't use quite as much. So I'll use like a quarter size amount, rub it between my palms, and then I'll use that just to kind of finish off the curls. I'm shook. That's like such a small amount. It must be that fine hair that you have. Yes, definitely. Now, the other product line that I've been using, though, is As I Am. I've been using their coconut co-wash and their leave-in conditioner. So on some days, especially if my hair is feeling particularly dry, like I colored my hair last week, so it's been kind of dry. So I've been doing the co-wash instead. So I'll do the co-wash and I'll actually detangle while the co-wash is in because it has a lot of slip to it. And it's really easy to detangle while that's in. I'll rinse it and then I use the As I Am leave-in conditioner. 
And then I don't use the all-in-one. I just use the LA Looks. And then I use more like a palm full okay. of gel. And I like to scrunch it in. There's lots of different application techniques. Some people talk about praying hands where you like put your hands together like you're praying and run it over your hair. And I usually do this with my head flipped upside down. I like to scrunch it in. I feel like my curls, they're at this point are not resilient enough. So I got to scrunch them every chance I get. So I'll scrunch that in and then I'll get out. And then I will just grab a t-shirt usually and do the plop technique where you kind of like just lower your curls onto a t-shirt because <laughs> you don't want to lose any product and you don't want to lose any curl definition. And then I just kind of flip my head up and then tuck the t-shirt in. And I do that to sop up any extra moisture. Like that's not the drying. That's just so that your hair is not like literally dripping gel and product all over your house. Right. How long do you leave it up there like that? It just kind of depends. Maybe like 10 minutes or so. It depends on what I have going on. Do you give it a squish or do you just... No, I do like to squish it in just to kind of help it soak up some of that extra moisture. So then... I have been air drying. Rebecca, this is the craziest story. I went ahead and got a hair dryer. You showed me that the one that I had wanted that I like listed in the gift guide right. was on sale, one of the Amazon like deal of the day. So I ordered it. They got here this week. I opened it up. Hair dryer was in there. The attachment that like, I don't even know what it's called, but it's not a diffuser, but another attachment. Yeah. Like the ultra directing. Yes. The directing attachment was in there. The space where the diffuser was supposed to be, was empty. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's what I said, too. I was like, I haven't bought a hair dryer in years. I bought this one so, because it's supposed to be good at diffusing. There was no diffuser in there, so I have a discussion going with the seller about <laughs> what oh, to do about that. Anyway, funny. hopefully, once I get that whole situation straightened out, then I will be able to start diffusing to quicken the time to dry because it takes my hair. I mean, when you're going from like sopping wet and then just like barely getting the moisture out of it, it takes a long time to dry. And I'm not getting enough volume at the roots for sure. So that is my routine right now. Now the gel cast, that's what you originally had asked about. When you use gel, lots of us remember using gel in the 80s and 90s. And you think it's going to be all crunchy and sticky and just have, it'll still look wet all day. When you use gel to create a gel cast, you go ahead and let it dry or get pretty close to drying. And then you just keep scrunching your hair until it breaks up the gel cast. But what's, what you get left behind then is all of that definition that the gel brings to your hair, but you break up the cast with your hands by scrunching it. And then you don't go around looking like you just stepped out of a fashion magazine from 1988. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, I experimented after my Diva Cut. I grabbed some of my son's gel and a little bit of leave-in conditioner, and I tried that on my own at home. Uh -huh. And mostly because I was out of my beloved mousse that I always use and need to move away from. But I tried it, and then my parents came to visit, and they hadn't seen me for a long time. And they were like, oh, you changed your hair. <laughs> Did you dye your hair? It's darker. And I was like, no. Oh, but it's darker. Is it darker? Yeah. No, it's not darker. Is it wet? And I was like, oh, shoot. Is it wet? <laughs> That's not the question that I want to have right. asked. So obviously, I'm still dipping my toe into the pool of the gel cast method and not quite getting it right yet. But I'm experimenting with that. We'll see. Yeah. You just got to keep scrunching it until it looks normal. And you can even, of course, use your fingers to fluff 
as you're going and, and break up that gel cast. So like I said, my biggest problem right now is I don't know what to do after the first day. So I have tried the pineapple. It's, I don't know. I think it is because I don't have enough definition maybe going on. I'm thinking about getting one of those satin lined caps. I do have a satin pillowcase and that has been helpful. But the satin line caps, I'm wondering if I can just like keep, like if I can bunch up the curls and keep them, but without, because when you pineapple, you do have a little bit of pull. I mean, you don't put it into a tight ponytail for sure, but you do still have a little bit of pull there. So I'm doing a lot of visuals right now that you guys are missing (laughs) But I'm thinking if I could just like bunch it up and then put the satin line cap over it, that it might like just keep everything in a little nest of curls as I sleep. And I cannot seem to figure out refreshing my curls the next day. Some people will completely wet their hair down again the next day. I'm like, I don't have time to go through all of this again. Yeah, I can't figure that out either. That's the one thing that I don't know how to do is I don't know how to refresh my curls. And I have kind of experimented with it. I've experimented with like just kind of trying to just get my hair kind of damp and putting more product, just like a little bit more product on. I've experimented with like even seeing like wet. I can get it in the shower without getting it fully sopping wet and adding a little bit more product, it just doesn't look as good. It looks frizzier. The curls just aren't as good. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with that. Yeah. I mean, so what I end up doing is I just let my hair just kind of get less and less defined. Yeah. But I feel like it doesn't look super frizzy. It just looks more loose. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense to me because that is the story of my life right now, sister. I get it completely. (laughs) And then, of course, I'm still like trying to well time my showers for when I am like, yes, you know, wanting my hair to look at its best, you know, I'm gonna, oh, yeah. you know, Sunday mornings before church, that's when I usually am making sure that that's a day that I'm washing. And then, yeah, I just wait until the next big event. <laughs> yes. Because truly now uh, that I have, I only wash my hair like twice a week, but wash day is like an ordeal. Now, as you can hear, like there's all these steps and especially the drying. So I'm so hopeful that the hair dryer will help a little bit. Although you just have to be real careful with these curls. So do you have people like stop you in public and be like, oh my gosh, your hair is so curly and pretty or anything like that? You know, I have had people make comments about my hair more recently in the last few years, which is wonderful because I have had time in my life where I was like, I don't really know if I have good hair. I don't feel good about my hair. And so it feels good to get that feedback. But then I had most recently, I was in a thrift store in this very very old woman was standing there and she was looking at me and she just says very matter-of-factly you have curly hair (laughs) and I was like like is that the end like yeah so I just smiled and I said yeah I do you're right (laughs) that is hilarious she then went on to ask me if I had a perm and I said no but for a second there, I thought, okay, it's just like Observation Wednesday. Yes. Yep, I have curly hair. <laughs> you have white hair. This is my baby. He's a boy. What else can we point out? That shirt's red. Oh, it was just funny. Made me laugh. Oh my gosh, that is too funny. I have not had anybody comment on my curls in public, although on social media, lately since I have been wearing my hair naturally, people have commented that they like the natural look, I do still consistently have people compliment me on my hair color, which as I have said on the show before, I totally do myself at home, Madison Reed, Sardinia Red. I get a lot more compliments on color than I do anything else about my hair, which 
is nice, but uh, thank you, Madison Reed. (laughs) I didn't do anything except put it on my hair. Do you have any anxiety over coloring your hair and how that can be damaging for curly hair? No, I mean, I do have a little bit, but not enough to stop coloring. I'm not going to stop coloring my hair. Like if it comes down to coloring my hair, wearing it curly, I'm going to keep coloring. (laughs) Okay, good to know. I'm just that vain. But I look on this subreddit, you know, people post a variety of pictures of their hair, different hair textures and different stages of doing curly hair. And a lot of people do like wild colors and have their hair is curly too. So, I mean, it's not great, probably. But And so I've been really trying to like over, over, over condition every time I color to kind of try to make up for the damage that coloring does. So yeah, that's where I'm on that. It's probably getting outweighed by the extra love that you're giving it then. And then, of course, by not washing it and right. treating it as often. I'm sure you're fine. I hope so. I see. So anything else, Curly Girl, you want to say before we wrap this thing up? I don't think so. I guess, you know, just be gentle on us with those times that you see us like out in the wild and like on social media with less than stellar hair. It just means we're on day six where we haven't washed our hair. That's all, you know? (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Just remember, we are so in process. If you guys have tips for us, especially since we both seem to not know what to do with ourselves after wash day, please let us know. I'm going to put a bunch of links in the show notes for this episode. Don't forget, you can always find those at sortofawesomeshow.com slash show notes because there really are some fantastic resources. Rebecca and I are very much in process, but there are people who've been doing this and kind of perfecting their approach for years. And so we are just sort of opening up the conversation, but we're by far not the experts, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Okay. Well, you guys, thanks so much for listening. If you want to talk more about this with us on social media, Rebecca, remind people where they can find you all around the web. Well, you can find my blog at simplyrebecca.com. But then, of course, I'm talking all about my curly hair routine on Instagram stories as well. You can find the highlights for that and all of that at Simply Rebecca on Instagram. Yeah, most of my curly girl talk is on my personal Instagram, too. And I'm at Sort of Awesome Meg over there. So find us over on Instagram as well at Sort of Awesome Show. And we're on Twitter at Sort of Awesome Pod. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you all next time. Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to SortaAwesomeShow.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.